0: welcome to a break in the action where we take a break from the business of our days to focus on outdoor pursuits and the traditional sporting lifestyle join us for discussion and interviews on vintage and modern break action shotguns sporting literature outdoor leisure and reviews of best-in-class gear accessories and destinations so pour yourself a drink sit back Relax, and let's take a break in the action. A break in the action is proud to be sponsored by Dewberry of Ireland, b and Shot Shells, Negrini Cases, and Coal Fine Guns and Gunsmithing. And now, here's your host, shotgun collector, wing shooter, and sporting clays enthusiast, Ryan Dowdy. Well, it's 2024, and with
1: the new year, you may have noticed that we have a few official sponsors for the podcast. So having sponsors is a new thing, but I wanted to stress something to you right away. I will always be considerate of your time. My goal is to bring you information on the products and services that these companies offer concisely and naturally. I also wanted you to know that each of these four sponsors was handpicked by me. Over the past several months, I've reached out to them to measure their interest in supporting what we're doing here. Identifying who I wanted to approach was easy. These had to be companies with products that I was already a consumer fan of, products that I chose to pay my own money to buy. They had to offer products and services that were unique, certainly of the highest quality, and built to last. I'm extremely proud to have each of these fine companies supporting a break in the action, and I do hope that you'll investigate whether their offerings are as good a fit for you as they have been for me. You might also notice that we have no shotgun manufacturers in this lineup. I've been approached in the past from manufacturers, and that may have been a logical choice. But being a fan of shotguns generally who loves guns from all eras, all regions, and many manufacturers, I didn't want to get into a situation where our show content was limited or I had to discuss or endorse something that I wouldn't buy myself. I'm not brand myopic in what I buy and shoot, and I don't want to be brand myopic in what I discuss with you. So in this episode, I want to introduce you to each of our new sponsors, and coincidentally, we can do that with a discussion about what gear I take with me for a day shooting sporting clay skeet or maybe some new adventures trying out fitask or Halise, this would be what i have with me every time i have at least an hour drive to shoot sporting clays so making sure that i have everything that i need with me ensures that i have a good time and i can stay as long as i'm able have you seen those edc or everyday carry videos on youtube where the host lays out the items that he or she carries with him every day in their pockets or their bag that's what we're going to try to create here with this podcast Those videos might expose the viewer to new items or maybe cause them to rethink something that they already use. As is usually the case, though, seeing and not just hearing about these items will be helpful, so I would encourage you to check out our Instagram and Facebook pages. So let's get into it. Let me start with the actual bag, and in my case, it's actually two bags and a case, but we'll start with one of the bags. For a day of shooting, I carry my shooting gear and shot shells in a Filson bag. I've had this bag for a few years, but I think that they're still available. It's called the Sportsman's Heritage Bag. I honestly went through several conventional sporting clays bags or range bags before discovering this bag. Being someone who appreciates nice gear, I felt like there was a big disconnect in the level of quality that I found in most of the nylon bags that I had used for sporting clays. They served the purpose of toting gear, but I didn't feel like they really did it with much style. They last a few years before wearing out and then get tossed, replaced by another, and then the cycle would begin again. I've owned bags from Beretta, Wild Hair, Boyt, Allen, and Browning, all pretty much the exact same story. You're all familiar with Philson products. They're made to last. They aren't cheap, but you get what you pay for. I wanted a durable, good-looking bag that was big enough for what I normally carried with me, but not too big. In my mind, a sporting clays bag should be big enough to fit six boxes of shot shells your eye and ear protection, and not too much more. Bigger bags either entice you to lug around more than you need or flop around nearly empty if you only take the necessities. If I'm going to need more than 150 rounds on a day, I'll throw in a flat of shells in the back of my SUV. The Filson bag had the durability and the dimensions that I wanted, but it wasn't perfect. These come with a wide open and unstructured main compartment. There are two snap-in fabric dividers, but they don't really help keep the gear shot shells organized. I noticed that my wife had added a stiff, heavy felt insert to one of her favorite purses or totes. These are dirt cheap, and they come in all sorts of sizes and colors on Amazon. I picked one up, added it to the main compartment of my Filson bag, and I have to say, for me, this bag is now 100% perfect. It keeps its structure when it isn't full, But then it also lets me keep my gear perfectly organized. I don't tell the guys at the gun club that it's a purse insert, but I figured my secret is safe with you all. I'll post some pictures on Instagram so that you can see exactly what I bought and how it fits into the bag. Speaking of shot shells, that gives me a chance to introduce my first sponsor for 2024. Bacchieri and Pelagri, or B&P shot shells, have been my go-to for target shooting for the past few years. My local club always has a great supply of them, and even though they're a premium shot shell, they're surprisingly affordable when you buy them by the flat. BNP shot shells use something called the Gordon system of shot shell hull design. I can't speak yet to all the technical benefits of this unique design, benefits both to you and to your shotgun by way of shock absorption when the shell is detonated, and reliable and consistent patterns thrown at the target. As an added benefit, the color inserts of the Gordon Hull design of b and shot shells just look cool. In the past three to four years of shooting b and shot shells, I can't think of a single crimp that wasn't perfect, printed information on the hull that wasn't legible or worn off or a failure to detonate. They've absolutely been 100% reliable. They are a bit more than value shot shells, but you know the adage, you get what you pay for. If you haven't yet, I would encourage you to give b and shot shells a try at the club or in the field. Of course, I also keep my eye and my ear protection in my bag. I've always been partial to in-ear hearing protection as opposed to over-ear designs. I feel like sometimes I bump the stock when I wear over-the-ear hearing protection on my mount, and that can be distracting. I started with a passive hearing protection set of earplugs molded to my ears. These were great, and I used them for well over a decade. But in 2020, I moved to an active hearing protection in-ear design, specifically They are the Apex model from ESP. They can amplify normal sounds as much or as little as you like while you're not shooting, but then instantly silence the harmful blast of a shotgun when you detonate a round. I'm 49, and regrettably, I haven't always made great choices when it comes to protecting my ears. I can already tell the difference, and I suspect that I have some hearing loss. I wish that I would have been a whole lot more deliberate about this important piece of gear from the time that I first started shooting. The ESP Apex are game-changing when it comes to just being able to enjoy yourself and have natural conversations, especially if you're out shooting for several hours at a time. I forget that I have them in often. These are absolutely one item that I always, always have with me now when I go shooting. It's equally important to take care of your eyes. Chips from clay targets and stray pellets, these are all common at the range. A chip from a clay target hurts a little if it hits the top of your head or the skin on your arm but it can easily result in a devastating injury if it lands into an unprotected eye. My eyes are good, but they're not perfect. I wear corrective eyeglasses often, but not always, so I typically do have something with me to at least protect my eyes. But protecting your eyes is just one of the important functions that your shooting glasses serve. The other allows you to legally cheat by seeing a clay target a bit more clearly and vividly. Proper shooting glasses will usually boast about the clarity of their glass and come in a literal rainbow of tents. Committing to memory which one of the 20 plus tent options for a particular day is ideal is something that I honestly just got bored with. My previous shooting glasses set had 13 different lenses. When I first invested in it, I assumed that the advantages that I would have over the other, sh- other shooters on any given day would be verifiably unfair. The reality, though, was that of the 13 options, I think that I ever only used two or three or maybe four of the shades, ever. The rest just sat in the oversized protective case and took up way too much space in my shooting bag. Last year, I was introduced to a new set of shooting glasses by Loxon Sporting. I chose their Shotmaster model, and wow, I've got to say that I love these glasses. When I first discovered them online, I couldn't get my head wrapped around the fact that they do not have hinged arms. They don't fold like your traditional glasses do. The stainless steel frame bends, but it retains its shape. You really have to see these glasses and ideally try them on to understand how they work. Besides giving you the protection that you have to have and the optical clarity that you want, Loxon has designed a pair of nearly weightless shooting glasses. Specifically, these glasses with lenses install weigh 18 grams. 18 grams. How much is 18 grams? I'm glad that you asked that question. A sheet of printer paper weighs just over five grams. This amazing pair of glasses weigh the equivalent of three sheets of printer paper. My previous pair of shooting glasses with a pair with lenses installed weighed one pound, one ounce. That's more than 20 times the weight of the LoX and shotmaster. These glasses also come with a simplified set of five easy-to-change lens covers, and the entire kit fits neatly into a great-looking leather shooting case that is the size of the case that you carry your Ray-Bans in. As an added bonus, these glasses just look great, and that's important because on the off day that your shooting buddies beat you, you'll know that you look better than they do. Rounding out this first bag, the other odds and ends uh, would be a boar snake, of course, um, a jar of grease. I like the pro shot, pro gold. Um, I keep a uh, cloth um, in my bag just to wipe my gun down. And I also keep a few business cards in my bag. It seems like I'm always meeting interesting men and women when I shoot. And this just gives us an easy way to exchange contact and to stay in touch. Now let's move on to the case I mentioned. This allows me to tell you about our second sponsor for 2024. Negrini cases. Now you probably have a case made by Negrini. Most of the premium shotgun manufacturers will ship guns in a Negrini case for good reason. These are hands down the best way to protect your investment while you're away from your house. Negrini has been making cases for shotguns and rifles for over 37 years in Italy. To date, Negrini has produced over 1 million OEM cases for companies like Beretta, Benelli, Blazer, Browning, Parazzi, Cesar Garini, Zoli, and many more. In addition to their OEM cases, though, Negrini offers premium, ultralight, ultra-strong, compact, and TSA-compliant firearm cases for travel. I bought my first premium case from Negrini in preparation for a fly-in shooting trip scheduled for early 2020. It was their ultra-compact Uplander case. Now, of course, COVID canceled that trip, but the case that I bought became an instant favorite. Compact and easy to move around, with still all of the room that you needed inside. I like this first case so much that I bought another model for my clay's gun called their shotgun luggage case. This case offers even more room inside, but is still noticeably smaller and easier to move around than your st- standard OEM breakdown case. I keep my broken down thirty-two inch barreled over and under shotgun, a bore snake, and choke tubes in one half of the clamshell design. And have the other half stuffed with things like vests and hats and shooting belts Um, i even have a travel humidor for cigars in there both halves of the case are separated with a divider to keep all the gear where it's supposed to be and then you can open it up and lay it flat to access everything best of all this case which is no longer or wider than the case that your shotgun originally shipped in is just six inches thick when it's closed Negrini works some sort of magic into these cases, and I just can't figure it out. I still haven't flown with any of my Negrini cases, but I'm hoping to get a chance to this year, and if I do, you'll definitely hear about it. I mentioned the vests that I keep in this case, and yes, I actually keep a few. I like to shoot in a nice wool or tweed vest in cooler weather. Allen Payne and again Loxon have some really nice options for U.S. buyers. When the temperatures are higher, though, I like a mesh Castellani vest or maybe even a simple leather shooting pouch and belt combo. I think my Castellani vest is their Rio mesh model. These are these are really high quality and they're they're the go-to vest for most of the international pro and in the Olympic shooters. I do get a little self-conscious though when I wear my Castellani vest, kind of feel like everyone around me is expecting me to shoot better than I actually do. I haven't tried yet the bear pelt vest, but I probably will soon. The simple ability to kind of customize them and create something unique uh, is super interesting to me. So stay tuned for that. I also wear a hat and sometimes gloves. I tend to wear gloves more when it's hot uh, than when it's cold. Close-fitting, kind of hand-hugging leather gloves are my go-to. Lately, I've been buying and using just regular leather driving gloves. Um, the company that I really like here is, in, is a company in England called Dents, D-E-N-T-S. I shot the Christmas Grand Batu and a pair of their green leather driving gloves, and we shot in the driving rain for the full day. Tons of use, hard use, and these gloves performed perfectly. They look absolutely fantastic after that day. I also have a pair of their half-finger driving gloves, Um that I'll, that I'll shoot in in the summertime. Dents has been making gloves for like 200 years, so they clearly know what they're doing. And obviously the main thing that rides in this case is my shotgun. So let's talk about shotguns for a minute. You might remember for the past six months or so, I've been trying to decide on a new target shotgun. I finally settled in on a Beretta DT-11L. I thought it was going to be a Blazer F3 again for me, uh, but was sold on the DT-11 after shooting it one day. So far, I've had it out only a handful of times, but I have to say that I really, really like the gun. Just this week, it's been sent off to another one of our show sponsors for some work. Cole Fine Guns and Gunsmithing. Now, you've probably heard of coal. They're ubiquitous in the competitive shotgun community. Historically, Cole has focused on Beretta shotguns, but over the past several years, they've diversified and now sell Parazzi, Blaser, Garini, Zoli, Browning, Fab Siren, and both b Rosini and I-Razzini shotguns. Basically, most of the brands that you're going to be interested in. Cole also still offers an extensive list of gunsmithing services, especially if you're shooting a Beretta, as well as professional-grade shooting accessories. Cole offers some great options, too, to upgrade your stock. My DT-11 is currently off to Cole for a stock upgrade with one of their awesome wood sets that they offer for most of the Beretta shotgun models. My DT didn't come with an adjustable comb, so that's being added, too. I'm looking forward to getting it back, and I'll certainly share pictures of it with you when I do. Long-term listeners of this podcast might remember an episode that I did with Kelly Field at Cole back in 2019 or 2020. On that podcast, we discussed the wood sets that Cole offered for Beretta Shotguns. Specifically, we talked about the wood sets for the 680 series of Beretta Shotguns. That would be the 686, 687, and 682. Over the years, I've bought and installed about a half a dozen of these wood sets from coal. There's absolutely no better way to either correct a stock with too short a length of pull or to simply just dress up a shotgun that you already own than a wood set from coal. The last bag that I throw in my vehicle doesn't always get used, but it does always come with me. A full day of shooting might require you to deal with some shifts in the weather. Cooler mornings can give way to warm middays in the spring, Clear skies can give way to rain, or the rains from the night before can have the course just wet and muddy. This last bag is just a simple tote from Beretta carrying a warmer shooting jacket, a windbreaker, a water-repellent shooting jacket, and then a pair of pull-on calf-high boots from Dewberry of Ireland, our fourth and final sponsor. Dewberry is best known for their waterproof leather welly-style boots. I was first introduced to them at the 2009 CLA Game Fair in England, A wonderful event, by the way. At an event like this, you can't miss the Dewberry Booth. Employees stand in a tub of water all day in their leather Dewberry Boots. My first pair were the iconic Galway model. Mine are now almost 15 years old. They could honestly still pass for nearly new. We have another pair of Galway boots that is passed around between the ladies of my house. The pair that I keep in with my shooting gear are their shorter calf height boots called the Kildare. These are perfect for wet shooting days. Their taller Galway boots, by the way, are a perfect choice for the European-style shooting days, especially the warmer weather simulated days like the Downton Day shoots at Green Acres. Dubarry boots keep your feet dry, just like a pair of rubber or neoprene muck boots would, but with two major advantages. They're Gore-Tex lined, so you don't have to worry about exchanging wetness from the outside of your boots with dampness from sweat on the inside of your boots. Your feet can breathe and stay comfortable and dry. The other big advantage, they just look sharp. Beyond Boots, Dewberry offers a full range of top quality apparel for men and women that will take you from the shooting peg to this city center in all seasons. Now, you might think that having a sponsor that is a European clothing and footwear manufacturer for a shotgun-focused podcast is strange, but I don't, and I couldn't be more excited to be working with him. When I shoot, I try to show up looking like I paid attention to what I picked to wear that day. I don't think you have to dress up, but for the most part, I don't like shooting in a t-shirt and running shoes. I feel like there's a big gap that could be filled with a line of apparel that signals to everyone that you're a shooter more mainstream hobbies like golf and tennis certainly have this but other outdoor hobbies especially fly fishing are doing a great job with this i love to fly fish and we might talk about that more in the future fly fishing apparel brands like sims and howler brothers have done a great job in creating apparel that you can wear out on a trout stream during the day and then head into town and not look out of place. Actually look pretty cool. An even better bonus comes when you're wearing your Sims pearl snap plaid or your Howler Brothers gaucho shirt around town and someone recognizes it and comments. This gives you an automatic opening to strike up an easy conversation about the things you love, which could be shotguns and shooting, maybe even making a new friend. I have no idea what this fictitious clothing line looks like, but maybe one day we'll have some options. So this has been a pretty detailed discussion about my shooting gear. I'd love to hear what items that you always bring with you or best-in-class products that you've discovered. You can always message me on Instagram or Facebook or leave a voicemail on our listener line. Speaking of the listener line, here's another question from a listener. Hi, this is Richard from Phoenix. Uh, love your podcast, especially the episode on best shotguns under a $1,000. Uh, I'm in the market for something a little bit more expensive and was wondering if you plan to do anything for shotguns over $1,000. Thank you. Thank you for that question, Richard. The short answer is definitely yes. That early 2021 episode is one of the most popular Break in the Action podcast episodes. Unfortunately, some of the options I mentioned as great double-barrel shotguns that could be bought under $1,000 have been hit, like we all have, with inflation. I've sat down several times to work on a similar episode for shotguns from $1,000 to $2,500 and then another from $2,500 all the way up to $5,000. These are both partially complete, but I would expect both will be released this year. Speaking of this year, 2024 has plenty of shotgun shooting and sporting lifestyle content on the way. I wish I could lay out for you the full calendar of episodes with interesting guests, great education and historical topics, and fun things that you can look into doing with your shotgun, but that would take some of the fun out of it. I will say that we are working again with some of our favorite guests and some really interesting new voices. We plan to bring you several more on location episodes highlighting fun and interesting things that you can do with your shotgun. From the Halise Ring to the Duck Blind, premier sporting clays resorts to high-volume dove and pigeon shooting, whatever your shotgun focus, you can bet that I'm interested in it too. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be posting a series of pictures of the items mentioned in this episode on both platforms. I'd love to hear your comments. If you'd like to support this podcast project financially, we've just created our Patreon account. Patreon patrons who give at either the $5, $10, or $25 level are automatically entered to win great gear giveaways that we have each quarter. This quarter, we're giving away a fantastic Upland Strat Vest from Tom Beckby in Alabama. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash A Break in the Action. And until next time,
0: we hope you have enjoyed this episode of A Break in the Action. Want to hear your voice on a future episode? Leave a message, ask a question, or suggest a topic on our listener line at 317-662-4520. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and visit us at a abreakintheaction.com.